We're turning in our Bibles this evening, please, to the book of Revelation. We're turning to the book of Revelation, please, and we're turning to the final chapter, uh, chapter 22, Revelation, and the chapter 22, and we're going to read from the verse 17, Revelation, and the chapter 22, and we're reading from the verse 17. These are the last five verses we're going to read in Scripture. And I would like to speak to you this evening under the title, God's Final Call. God's Final Call. Revelation chapter 22 and the verse 17. And this is the word of the Lord. And it reads this. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a first come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen, even so. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. We trust the Lord will bless the reading of his word to each of our hearts this evening. Uh, The 33 words of the 3,997th verse in the Bible in its 1,189th chapter uh, are quite remarkable. As within those 33 words are contained the last invitation God would offer in all of scripture. And they echo across the centuries, inviting each new generation to participate in God's great plan of saving men, women, boys and girls from their sin. Those 33 words are found in verse 17 of our passage this evening that we have read together. It says there in the spirit and the bride say come. And let him that heareth say come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. I wonder if you ever been late at running to catch a flight in the airport. And you hear the announcement, this is the last and final call. And you grab your children and you grab your belongings and you're frantically running towards the gate. Or maybe you've been sitting in the airport and you've heard the calls over the public address system and the passengers have to come to the gate. And normally there's a couple of calls before you hear that last and final call to come and to board the plane. And if you don't board the plane well, you'll miss your flight. What we've read in the Bible tonight in verse 17 is heaven's 
last and final call to come. You see, right throughout Scripture, many times the Lord speaks to those who are outside of Christ. Those who aren't Christians and he invites them to come. And dear friends, you're invited. And the invitation to come is repeated again and again throughout Scripture. You see, the word come, it's, it's heaven's favorite word. It's found three times in our verse tonight. You know, and you know a little bit like the public address system that's found in the airport. The Bible is God's public address system to us. The Bible is how God speaks to you and I today. The Bible is God's microphone. And through the truth of this book, God speaks to you and to me this evening. And God says to you, you need to come. You can go back to the book of Genesis and you find the story of Noah. You read about how he preached to the ungodly generation. And Noah invited the people around him to come into the ark. God's judgment was coming on the sinful people and God was going to flood the earth and the only safe place would be on the ark and the invitation was come. But the people ignored this warning and they perished. You could think about the prophets. In Isaiah we read in Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 18, Come now and let us reason together. This is God's call to you. Through Noah, he cries, come. Through Isaiah, he cries, come unto me. The Lord Jesus said while he was on earth, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You know, we can think of the I am's that are found in scripture. The Lord Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. The invitation to come to Christ is found right throughout scripture and it comes from the Lord. And the spirit here says come to the fountain of eternal refreshment in our verses tonight. That place where the water never runs dry. Let me tell you God's call to you from the Bible is very clear. He makes it clear why you must come to him. We're all sinners. And we're in danger of facing God's judgment. And in scripture it's made clear how we call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Here in the passage we read this evening. As we come and just before the last writer finishes his letter in Revelation. In the final book of scripture. Here in the last chapter, in the closing verses of the whole Bible, God says through John, he says, come. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. And let him that is athirst come. And and whosoever will, let him drink of the water of life freely. God is addressing you tonight, my friend. Are you tuned in? God says to you to come. This is God's invitation to you. And I know there are some who listen and you've heard this call to come many times. 
Many a Sunday evening you've listened to God's word. You've heard the call to come to confess your sin before a holy God and to put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as your saviour. And God has challenged you to come. And maybe you've heard that call to come in your younger days through the faithful teaching of a Sunday school teacher. Maybe you have a family member who has faithfully shared the gospel with you and they've told you that you need to come to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. But I want to tell you this evening, it could be that you've had all these opportunities and you could have heard the gospel message many times, but the day will come when you will hear the last and final call. That could be tonight. We're not guaranteed that God will give us another opportunity. Now as you listen this evening, I want you to hear the urgency of the message. This could be your final opportunity to get right with God. This could be your last and final call. I often tell you on Sunday evenings that we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So as you listen tonight, I want you to consider carefully your response to God's last and final call in Scripture. Look at this verse. It's we see heaven's king invite you to be with him for all eternity. He doesn't invite you to visit for a meal. He invites you to come and live with him forever. The start of the verse 17 says the spirit and the bride say come. The bride here in the verse is the church. Those who have put their trust in Christ. And the Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Of course, the Holy Spirit. And it's the Spirit and the Bride say, come. But who, but on who, who are the Holy Spirit and the church saying, come to? We'll go to the first part of verse 7 in Revelation 22. Have a look at it and see what the words are. It's the Lord Jesus making a promise in verse 7. He says, Behold, I am coming quickly. Look again at verse 12. Behold, I am coming quickly. And then as we read, as we read a moment ago, verse 20, it says, I am coming quickly. And then it says, Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And so what we have here is the Spirit and the church responding to the promise of the soon coming of the Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. They want the Lord to come. It's the desire of the Holy Spirit. It's the desire of the church of Christ that, that Christ will come. And the Lord Jesus, he is coming again. The Bible tells us he will come again suddenly to receive his church. And if you aren't ready, you'll be left behind. I wonder, will you listen to his invitation this evening? You know, if we plan for a meal for friends or a birthday party or any celebration, there's three things we consider. Uh, we, we have a list of potential guests. We have those who receive the invitations and we'll then know who is coming. And we see these in this verse this evening. I want you to see firstly this evening who there are the potential guests. Who are the potential guests? Well, the answer is clear. Whosoever will may come. That big word in this verse is whosoever. Look at the end of the verse. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Years ago, a well-known evangelist was, uh, to, was to hold a crusade in Chicago. And 
He requested the mayor to send the mayor of the town to send him a list of people needing spiritual guidance or salvation. And the mayor sent to him the entire phone book containing every name of every resident. And the, the mayor's answer was absolutely everyone is in need of God. And God's list is like that. All are invited for everyone needs to come. And you know, I read a quote not so long ago and it says, The Lord offers his grace to every face of every race and every place. Your name is on the list of those who are invited to come to the Savior. You and I are included in whosoever, that list of potential guests. No one could ever say Christianity is not for me. I didn't come from a family that went to Sunday school. Christianity is for good people who have lived righteous lives. I've not always been good. I've made mistakes. No one can say that because you're on the invite list for heaven. Heaven's King invites you to come to him. Salvation is for everybody. And when the Lord Jesus came to earth the first time, the religious people, they rejected him. And the sinners heard him gladly. And the Lord Jesus, he never turns anyone away. You will be welcomed. You have an invitation. Whosoever heareth, shout, shout the sound. Send the blessed tidings all the world around. Spread the joyful news wherever man is found. Whosoever will may come. This isn't anything new. Salvation has always been for whoever calls, whoever seeks God. I wonder, are you seeking for satisfaction tonight? Some of you listening tonight, you're looking for happiness and all these things that will never satisfy things that will only bring you happiness for a short time. You're looking for contentment in the wrong places. You maybe try and drown the worries of the world in the drink bottle. Maybe you're looking at to the sports field to to a team you support. Maybe you're looking for satisfaction in how you look in beauty, in career progression, in success, in business success. And in all these things, you'll have limited happiness that only lasts for a while. Let me tell you this evening that there's only one person who can fully satisfy you in this life. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And his word tells us this evening, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means you. You can be saved. And you can be satisfied this evening. You're invited to come to the Lord Jesus. You are on the list of potential guests. But listen, we must think secondly of who will receive the invitations. The verse tells us that those who are thirsty will receive the invitations. In John chapter 6 and verse 35, we hear the Lord Jesus say, and we've quoted it already, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not, will not, not hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. And the seventh chapter of John, it says there, if any man is thirsty, let him come to me, the Lord Jesus speaking, and drink. And all that is doing is demonstrating the reality of your need. You could be here tonight, And you could know you're a sinner. Maybe you're riddled with guilt about something that you've done in the past. You know, the Bible tells us that each of us are separated from God by our sin. And you know, your soul is maybe dry and your heart is parched and it's barren. And that's why you're listening tonight. Maybe that's why you've tuned in online. 
And, and you know that there's hope in the message of the gospel. And you know the Lord Jesus can deal with your sin, can take away the guilt of past sin. And maybe that's why you're listening. Maybe that's why you're here tonight. But the Lord Jesus, he adds another dimension to verse 17. He says, and let him that is a thirst come, and, who, and whosoever will let him take of the water freely. And whoever wants to, whoever desires to, whoever wishes to, you're thirsty and you wish to have your need met. And the Lord Jesus says, whoever comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. Maybe tonight the Spirit of God is challenging your heart and you know that you have a great need of God's salvation. To use the metaphor in our text, you thirst for it. And could it be that the Father has begun to move in your heart and you've recognised your need and if you come and if you come to that water, you can drink from it freely. And the Lord Jesus, who is that living water, is passing by this very evening. By his Spirit, he's maybe working in your heart. By his Spirit, he's promised he will be in this place. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. He's here, and he will be pleased to save you. And here we read of the last and final call in Scripture this evening. What if it genuinely is your last and final call? What if the Spirit of God is saying to you tonight that this is it? What if you were to cross the deadline tonight and go out into eternity? Where would you be? Where would you be? Don't seek for satisfaction in the things of this world. The devil puts it in your way to blind you from your sin. Queen Elizabeth I, who ruled from 1558 to 1603, who's well known as one of history's great rulers, said, I wish I was, had been born a milkmaid. She watched a girl, poor as a church mouse, from the palace window, carefree girl, merrily as she sang, and she carried two heavy buckets of milk yoked across her shoulders. In contrast, the Queen was burdened with the conspiracies of Spain. She had money, she had fame, she had power, but she would have traded those as for the place of a servant. This world's allurements promise satisfaction, but they don't deliver. Some think if that money or popularity life would be complete. True joy from true joy from and physical pursuits is just a mirage. How many have looked for satisfaction in drugs only to find that they ruin their finances, their career and their relationship? How many have sought satisfaction in the bottle of alcohol only to discover it's Satan's trap to destroy hope and homes and health? Many people have drunk deeply into the pool of selfish sin, looking to keep themselves looking good, and instead that's left with a bad taste in their mouth. I want to tell you, a great price was paid for your sin. Come with me in your mind's eye and visit the cross tonight. And see the Lord Jesus hanging in your place. See the blood flow. See his back torn apart by the weapon. The wrath of the Holy God is poured in his son in order that you and I might walk free. Yet people still reject the invitation. The Lord Jesus Christ went to the cross of Calvary. 
so that this invitation might be extended to you. He shed his royal ruby blood for you. And can you not see him there hanging in agony, hanging in your place, in your stead? Can you not picture the Son of God, God himself, God coming to this earth, living that perfect life, dying for you, that you might be invited? And you look at the scene of the cross and you say, I don't want your invitation. The Lord Jesus died the death that you deserved. He hung there in your place, in my place. There the price was paid for your sin. Every sin that you and I would ever commit. That blood was shed by the Saviour and it was for you. And his death can apply to you. Maybe you haven't accepted his gift. What is his gift? The gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. He gave us life that you might live, not just here on earth, but eternal life, everlasting life. But dear friends, I want you to know thirdly and finally tonight, there's an RSVP required. The Spirit's invitation requires a response. The person who desires salvation must come and take. The instruction in Scripture is to come as you are. God isn't interested in your money. He doesn't care about your education. He isn't concerned about your background. He doesn't care the colour of your skin. He loves you as you are. And his invitation is for you to come to him. Salvation is offered to all. God loves all. Jesus paid for the sins of all. But not all will be saved. And if we refuse to come, we'll be lost. Or if we neglect to come, we'll still be lost. A river of blessing flows past our door. But its benefits are only for those who will fill the pitcher and drink. That's how you receive the gift. In 1829, George Wilson was sentenced to be hanged in Pennsylvania for murder. President Andrew Jackson issued a pardon. Wilson refused that pardon, saying he deserved to die. The case went to the Supreme Court, which decreed that a pardon was of no value unless it was accepted. So George Wilson was executed. Christ was undeserving of the death of him on the cross and yet went there in your place to die your death. You and I were deserving of that eternal punishment. You and I deserve to be found in the place called hell today. And the truth of the matter is the very moment that we sinned, God would have the very right to take us and cast us into hell. But in his mercy and in his grace, he offers us this opportunity to come. A saviour, God who went to the cross of Calvary, who died for you. What's in it for you? What's in salvation for you? Well, what are some of the benefits of salvation? Every sin forgiven. Name written in God's book of life. 
adopted into God's family, a child of the King, a citizen of heaven, a new creature in Christ, a new start, needs provided, peace with God, spirit indwelled, filled with hope, Jesus' presence in your life, a mansion in death, eternal life, and these are just the beginning. A lot to gain, but a lot to lose. And the soul that rejects or neglects this invitation will be cast into the very pit of hell. In that distant land of shadows, gathered with the damned and separated from the love and goodness of God forever. Dear friend, if you ever end up in that place someday, may it never be said that you were never told. May it never be said that you didn't know there was a great provision made for you at Calvary. May it never be said that you weren't told that the Lord Jesus loves you and gave his life for you. Christ sees your emptiness tonight. He offers you his fullness. Christ sees your deadness. He offers you his life. Christ sees your hell and he offers you his heaven. Will you come to Christ this evening? He's the key to life. He alone can quench your thirst. He says all you must do is come. Someday you'll hear God's final call to you. To take his offer of salvation true. This could be it my friend. If you but knew God's final call. God's final call. How can you live another day in sin? Thinking someday with Christ you will begin. Oh, you hear above the world's light then God's final call. God's final call. If you reject God's final call of grace, you'll have no chance your footsteps to retreat. All hope will then be gone, and doom you'll face. Oh, hear his call. Oh, hear his call. Dear friends, we live in the day of grace, in the day of opportunity. And dear friends, I plead with you beyond time. Come to Christ tonight. Ere it's too late, dear friends, be on time.